Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Act 2 for the 7. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Praise the Lord. We are talking about covenant business with souls. Part 6. Please take your seat. The scripture we just read is telling us that the New Testament church has favor with all people. The church is favored. Our church, the keeper's house, is favored. The scripture is telling us that this particular church that was gathered on the day when the Spirit of the Lord came upon the people in Pentecost was fully favored before all people. That means that our church, the Keeper's House, can be fully favored before all people. In the community, we can be fully favored. As individuals who belong to this garden, this appointed place, who have been planted here by the Holy Spirit, we are also fully favored before all people. So here we learn that an individual can be favored, which has been taught. It's been taught I mean, for many generations, Psalm 5, verse 12, the Lord shall favor the righteous. The Lord will bless the righteous, and with favor will thou compassion. So, individual favor, favor for an individual has been taught. I've written four books, at least, on that. Light of favor, the beauty of favor, has to do with the work of your hands. And then we have the reign of favor, the reign and dew of favor. Praise the Lord. And so, favor has been taught from different dimensions, looking at the individual. However, this scripture is showing us that the church as a body was favored. And when the Bible said the church as a body was favored, the individuals were also favored, being part of that body. Praise the Lord. So I'm saying that a whole church can be favored. That is why it is the favor of the Lord that distinguishes one church from the other. 
The Bible says that there is the glory of one star and the glory of another star. But both of them receive the glory from the Lord, but God has decided to create glory for the sun and glory for the moon. So two churches are not the same. Even though Christ is the center of the church, some churches are more favored than others. And the reason why, one of the reasons why some churches are more favored than the others is what I want us to talk about today. That at all times, the church that is mission-driven is more favored than the church that is any other means-driven. The church that is a going church, an outward church, outreach church, is at all times more favored than an inward-looking maintenance church. The church that's on the go is always favored more than the church that is seated. And our church is a missionary church, a centered, Christ-centered church, soul-centered church, ascending church, an outgoing church. It's not a sitting church. It's not a maintaining church. That's why you see that we will start a branch and I will release some members there. Go, go with the pastor. We can win some more. Praise the Lord. And we can always win some more people for the Lord. If this church will grow in favor, it will be dependent on the culture we all push in this house. And let me say that the degree of favor a church carries has a direct impact on the degree of favor an individual carries, if that individual belongs to the church. Except that the individual has a better revelation and operation than what the organization is operating with all individual units within the church will be subsumed by the favor that is operating over the church. So what I'm going to teach right now, if the church is doing it more than you are doing it as an individual, you are a subset of a universal set. Except that you are doing it better than the church body is doing it. I'm praying that we'll get to that point where you would take your destiny into your own hands and do it better than maybe the collective body of the church would love to do. In this scripture, we are learning, please put it there, that the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. This was a church that was on a daily basis 
Winning souls, and the Bible said God added. Please don't be deceived to thinking that when the Bible said God added, it was a wind that brought them. Because if you read the scripture very well, in chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, all the way, you would find out that the leaders and the members of this church, they were winning souls aggressively on the street. They were being arrested. They were being beaten. They were being imprisoned. They were being killed. And they were still going on winning the souls. And they are so winning drive. It's what the Bible terms as. The Lord added. There is no addition of souls on a daily basis until people of God decide that on a daily basis they will work with God in a covenant that makes them think about souls, win souls, pray for souls. The addition will not be complete when human beings don't take it upon themselves that we are instruments in the hand of God. So God use us to bring the addition. Is God speaking to somebody here? When the favor of the house is not correct, your own favor will not be correct. When the favor of this house is not potent enough, it's not powerful enough. When the weight of our favor is negatively affected, you will not be spared. Because in a house, the peace of the house is determined by the, the atmosphere in the house. Individual's peace is determined by the General peace of the house. Bible says, in the peace of the city, you will find peace. When we come together and do things in a way that grows our favor, everybody will be favored. And so, a church doesn't prosper when the people don't know what to do to bring that prosperity, that favor. So, this scripture is telling us that there is a direct connection between daily addition of souls and favor. Look at the scripture again. They, in fact, they were doing many things. They were breaking bread and all of that and continues to say that they were praising God and they were having favor with all the people and the Lord added daily to the church. So there is a direct connection between the daily winning of souls and the favor that an individual or a church enjoys. That if I'm not afraid of your face. And I really want to speak. Which I believe I'm going to. I am going to look right into your eyes. And tell you that. If daily portions of souls are not part of your mentality and operation, forget about favor. If the daily allocation of souls to the kingdom is not part of your agenda and operation, forget about 
daily favor before all people. Forget about it. Because the favor is for the people who are daily adding souls to the kingdom. And please, if you don't know how to continually replenish the favor that God has deposited into your spirit as a righteous person, after a while, if you are spending from that account, that account will run out. Because favor is not a one-time payment. Throughout the Bible, we have seen favor that is driven by many keys. And one of the fundamental keys, maybe apart from receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, is the key of winning souls. That someone says, I need the favor or God should favor me to marry. You are already a Christian. God, favor me to marry. It's not a matter of prayer. That prayer must be prayed over something. God, favor me to have children. I want to have children. Favor me. If you ever deem that you need the God factor of favor to accomplish something, then you cannot take so winning out of it. That's why I'm talking about covenant business. With what souls? Because you will come to understand that you need to have that mind that this soul winning issue is a business with the Lord. Is what? It's a business. With, and if you are not in that business, you cannot receive the rewards from the Lord. And one of the rewards is the reward of what? Favor. And that favor is what helps someone who is unemployed to get a job. It's the one that helps someone who is believing God for marriage to get married. That's what helps someone who is married and believing God for children to get children. It's the one that is able to help somebody to overcome a negative report given by an expert. The report is correct, but it's negative. And the expert doesn't have any power to handle it. It is this favor that will overturn it. Esther obtained favor, and the decree for people to die was overturned. If you lack this favor, your life is finished. You are just carcass. Without this way, it's the God factor. It's a God factor. That's why you see in the Bible, he says that, show me the favor that you have towards your people. There is a kind of favor that God shows his people. And you, the Bible says that, he that do a blah, 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 procure favor for himself. So favor is obtainable. Favor must be procured. Favor is not an automatic <laughs> dispensing element. The, the God doesn't just dispense favor because your face is beautiful. Just because we are a nice church. The favor is not coming just because we sing nice songs and we, and we worship him from our heart and all of that. It's beautiful. There is a way to procure favor as a church. 
But I'm telling you that regardless of all these things, what will establish this church and you as an individual in favor is not the deliverance power. It's not the prophetic power. It's your wisdom to cut a covenant with God based on souls. Finish. If that is not there, no matter how much you are giving, you will expend it like the prodigal son. And always return to the father. And begging that you should be made lower than you are. As far as the father is concerned. So, whereas the biblical trajectory for a believer is we move from grace to grace, glory to glory, faith to faith. For people who don't understand what I'm talking about, anytime they return to the father, they are moving from one higher level of glory to a lower one. One higher level of grace to a lower one. They are moving from dimensions to levels. I heard someone saying that it takes seven levels equal one dimension. And people keep going backwards instead of forward. And we need to change. We need to change. Please tell somebody. We need to change things. I'll call pastor my wife. She's all bent on we're going for evangelism that when I sneak sneak out with any team for evangelism and maybe caring for the little ones makes her not to be able to go. She'll be pained. Pained. So now that even the little ones go on evangelism with me. It is not a blessing that you say me and my husband we are spending time and there is no evangelism as part of your agenda. It's not a blessing. Because after a while, flesh and flesh will start stinking because there's no favor inside there. Now, because there's no favor there. Anything that is not receiving continuous supernatural supply will start smelling, will start stinking. If you like, stop breathing. Your brain will start crashing. And the supply of the air is given by God. Before we enter into the matter, the church enjoying favor was not because they were just prayerful. They prayed for the arrival of the Holy Spirit, but when the Holy Spirit arrived, they didn't continue to pray for his arrival. They started praying for other things. That was that was the mission of the Holy Spirit on earth. And the Holy Spirit came with favor and all these things. And the people who were mindful and minded about the mission he was here to accomplish were the people he gave the favor to. Brothers and sisters, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Favor is coming upon you and I forever in Jesus' mighty name. That amen is not strong at all. That is why in the church, not one person should be found feeble. And the reason why it is possible is because there is provision to ensure that 
No one, no one should be found feeble. There is provision. So this church in chapter 4, verse 23, they encountered challenges. Remember, it's a favored church. And they said, and being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priest and the elders had said unto them. They arrested them and they said they shouldn't preach in the name of Jesus again and that they will be killed and all of that. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord. Now, they went back to church. They lifted up their voice with one accord and they began to pray. They began to pray for the church. A favored church is a church that prays with kingdom in mind. With what? Please, with what? An individual who will be favored by God is the one that wakes up praying for God's church. Praying with souls in mind than with their personal children in mind. And please, let me tell you that. It doesn't look like, even in the Bible... That personal intercession for your children is the reason why your children will do well. It looks like everyone's children would have to be prayed for by another person. And so your concentration on praying for your children like Job did on a daily basis is going nowhere. As you expect. He prayed and did sacrifice on a daily basis for his children. But when the day came, they still went. Someone has to pray for your children. As you are praying for your children, bravo. But someone has to pray for your children. And if you are not praying for other people's children, you are breaking the chain of equation. That makes one person's prayer for another person's children work. And then their prayer for your children work. And then that is why you, you, it is your duty to pray for someone you don't know. For their children to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because your own children coming into Christ might not be as a result of your personal prayers. And please, 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 if you, if you don't see any pastoral something about me, just believe what I'm telling you. I have seen children of pastors, children of bishops, doing youth ministry. I have seen a bishop carry the child. Today the child is a reverend. Carry the child from Accra to us in Cape Coza. Please. This boy is, 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 is gone. It's gone. It's gone. Please. And he's coming to the university. We, we don't know what to do again. I'll say, okay, leave this one there. One semester back. When that boy goes home, He's the one leading the morning devotion in the bishop's house. I'm telling you that it is not the bishop 
who prayed for his own, uh, maybe I'm sure he was praying for the child. But I'm telling you that the real deliverance did not happen in his house. Plus many children of many bishops. My own experience. One day, a, a great, great bishop in this country. I was talking to the daughter. And the bishop was sitting at table with me. I was on the phone with the daughter. He didn't know I was on the phone with the daughter. Then he, he was asking me something. I said, oh, I'm on the phone with your daughter and some of the friends. They were in some international school be like that. They were all together and I was talking to them on the phone. And he said that, my daughter, is, it's a different ballgame. He said, what do you tell them? I said, it's not your level, it's our level. <laughs> I'm saying that don't reduce yourself to the operations of a dog. Thinking about her puppies alone. Because you are more than that. For the favor to land, you think about a kingdom. You think about others. They said that these people went to their company. The company was a church. And they began to pray. We are, being, we are under whatever. They began to pray. Look at verse 27. And when they began to pray, the Bible said that they prayed and said, For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, blah, 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 gathered together. Next verse. <laughs> For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel predetermined. He was talking about the trial of Jesus. That this is how they tried Jesus and killed him. But it was a predeterminate counsel of God. And now, why was the church praying for the church? Now, Lord, behold their threatenings. The reason why when you wake up in the morning, you can't pray for yourself first is that the church is under a threat. The work of God in your time and dispensation is threatened. As we are here right now, there is no appetite for some people to even go to church on a Sunday. No appetite. Zero appetite. Some negative appetite. All over the world. No appetite. You go to Europe, churches have dried up. No appetite whatsoever. Churches have been sold. Some have been turned into mosques. Some have been turned into pubs, discos. Some have been turned into brothels. No appetite. Strip clubs. Children don't want to go to church. They call it rest. And they enter into all manner of demonic lifestyle. By the time you know they are in another worship. That simply means that they were not lacking appetite for spirituality. They were just lacking push into a particular spirituality. And that, that, that's why they are serving the devil. They are serving tattoos. They are serving sex. They are serving this and that. Why? Because there is a spirit there. And from that company, they have been pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And they have caught the spirit of the world or the devil more than of Christ. 
And people don't catch spirit just because you spoke to them. They catch spirit because you prayed for them. Because you did what? You prayed for them. And if you don't pray, no matter how powerful the church is today, the church will go down. Oh, yes. No matter how Jesus prayed, 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 prayed. They killed him. The man who prayed was killed. James prayed. He was killed. That even when the church is praying, it's being killed. Paul said we are persecuted daily. If you and I are here and we are the stewards of God's church as a product, our first job in this church is to pray. That's why I say, wait ye, pray, pray, pray. After that, go ye. And when you go, ye come back and pray. And the same cycle will happen all the time. Wait ye, go ye, pray ye. Wait ye, go ye, pray ye. Wait ye, go ye, pray. Church is under threat. Go to the university. Even among the lecturers. Sometimes you are afraid to talk about your faith. Go into corporate body. Go up there. Where big boys are. You can't talk about your faith in Christ. Church is under threat. And let me tell you. In a short while. We'll be legislating some things in this country. And in many countries across Africa. About how church should not be given place. As we have now. Gradually you will see that. Our, our place is dwindling. And our ability to grow is being shut down. And the Bible said in the last days. Because iniquity shall prevail. The love of many shall wax cold. I mean, prophecy is not even favoring us. We are in days that people can be sitting in the auditorium and they are love as what's called. You think it's your personal prayer for yourself that is important? No. Behold, they are threatening. There's a threat coming. And some has already started. Some have already started. He said, behold, they are threatening. And grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they may speak thy word. With all boldness. Already in Ghana, of course, I believe that with the level of stupidity exhibited through prophecies, there was the need for some sanity. But on the other hand, the waters have also been tested for us to know that it is possible to use police to gag the church. And that time is coming because the waters have already been tested. Not only the police, the law. The law. Oh. The law. Because it has happened. It has happened in Kenya. It has happened in many other countries. And it is going to come. The threat is real. The same way the hassle is what? It's real. Boldness to preach in the name of Christ will be taken away. Go to America now. In many public schools. You can't mention the name of Jesus there. You won't be bold. You can't. Your duty is to pray that men of God will be men of God. Are you here at all? Your duty. In America, they are telling a man of God, called by God to, to conduct gay marriage, whether you like it or not. 
And you will, your boldness to say no is taken away from you. You think praying for a job is what is on God's mind for you? No. You need to do something higher in quality. To, to draw what is low in quality in the sight of God to come up to you. Blessing. Ble let, me, let me just define blessing to you right now and then we'll come to the next. Blessing is God's byproduct. No, byproduct, Campus sometimes say better. Blessing is God's waste product. It's God's what? Waste product for mankind. When Noah burnt sacrifices unto God in Genesis chapter 8, the Bible said, when God inhaled the fragrance from the altar, he inhaled life, oxygen. Mm. When he was bringing out his carbon dioxide, the waste, he said, I've blessed you. The curse is gone. I'm saying that the thing you called blessing, for want of better word, is God's carbon dioxide. If you don't understand that one, it's God's poo-poo from his lungs through his mouth for you. It is when they, wherever there is waste, the one who generated the waste doesn't keep the waste. So, it's happy that the baller man will come and carry it. Carrying the blessing. God is happy that you are the God, you are God's baller man. But the blessing is baller. Because in heaven, there's no use for blessing there. So, being here and thinking that all that God is thinking about is, is this thing you call personal blessing. Oh. But there is a way that God gets happy. That he has given something to you. And it gives him me mechanical joy. Like the way that, of course you will not understand the joy to breathe until you are unable to breathe. But as we are breathing, breathing normal. Oh, they don't clap for anybody for breathing, even with mask. But when your, your chest goes up and you are struggling for it to come down, and you need some nebulizer, you, you, just, you just thank God that you brought that thing out. It's a joy. It is that level. That when you are pleased the Lord in kingdom matters and he is happy to release himself unto you in blessing. Behold your threatenings. We pray. He said pray that boldness will be given unto us. Every day pray that this your pastor will not compromise the truth. Pray that the keeper's house, we will remain as we are because great churches started as we are and today they are not. A church starting well does not mean it will end well. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning. I'm preaching. Why are you quiet on me? Why, am I not preaching? Do you think I'm doing comedy here? That's why when you wake up and you thank God, the first thing you thank is his institution. is his body. It's, it's God's garden for the preservation of his people here on earth. He said, I will build my church. I need laborers to carry cement. And so waking up and praying for God, God's church 
is the reason why he will continue to do certain things in your life. This church was favored because they saw the threat and they went into their company and they prayed. I'm, I'm showing you the things you pray. The things that are about to threaten the church. They prayed that boldness will be given to the preachers to preach well in truth in the name of the Lord. Then look at the next one. Then, then he said what? He said that. And now, number three. By stretching forth thine hand to heal. That signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus Christ. That you pray that there will be supernatural happenings in the church. That if healing a healing, miracle, miracle, signs and wonders, signs and wonders, that people will not come to church and go to shrine. All these three that I've mentioned, they are generated from the people withdrawing into their company. And praying and praying and grinding and grinding and grinding. Dealing with the threats. And when more prayers rise to heaven, the threat is downgraded. Are you here at all? Come on now. Are you sure you are here at all? The ability to preach the truth escalates. And you see truth is being preached everywhere. And when we preach the truth, the heart of people will be softened. And they will receive it. Because prayer is on ground. Prayer, Look, truth is not powerful until spirit is riding on it. Yes. That is why. That's why I can be preaching the same John 3.16. Another person is preaching John 3, 16, and the effects are different. Because truth can be letter, the letter kill it. Truth can be spiritual, same thing. It's not powerful until there's spirit on it. It's not powerful. So, I'm coming to teach something, it's very powerful, it's a, it's a deep revelation. But there is no fire fanning on uh, the, the, the message. There is Carlos Afrada. I woke up around 3 a.m. and started praying. praying. Because I am very aware that for people to gather under the mountain to listen, Moses must be coming from the presence of God. Jesus must be coming from somewhere for people to gather to come and listen. People don't just come and listen to just anything at all. Something must be driving it. And the pastor alone cannot be praying for the truth to make impact. The whole church. So you have invited someone to church today. It's, it's not born again. Bringing them to church is great. But invitation is not equal to conversion. It's never equal to retention. That, that people can be in church uh, and go to hell because nothing changed in their lives. For that encounter to happen, somebody must take it that this is my covenant place. Father in the name of Jesus. This is my list. I do follow up on Mary, Martha, Abina. After praying for the church, let our church stand. The wind will blow, but our church will not be scattered. 
They will throw us occultic stones <laughs> and occultic arrows and all kinds of spells in this vicinity and wherever keepers houses. But in your name, we neutralize them in the mighty name of Jesus. And you pray and pray. The Bible said, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. Any gate of hell opened against the keepers house. Father, shut their mouth. And you are praying Colazaya, Itokola, Sipradiga, Ikalata Kappa, Jola Baraga. You come to the next level after the threat. You are praying that the truth will enter the heart of the people. There are people in the church. The truth has not entered there. That's why they are still living the lives they are living. They don't know you well. Father, establish them in you. Then you begin to pray. Let signs and wonders happen. When the signs and wonders begin to happen, you see that we'll go out to win one soul. We'll come with ten. Are you here at all? There was always multiplication and addition because they were praying. By you, you wake up. How is that the agenda of God? These things, Matthew chapter 6, these same things the hidden also think about. You are not in business with God. If all you are doing is me, me, me. My visa. Well, God has already given us kingdom visa. Go ye into all the earth. Starting from here. Jerusalem. Judea. Samaria. To the uttermost part of the That your personal visa must find its way. In the kingdom visa. That's where the provision is. Are you here at all? Come on, are you sure you are here at all? They do, they, your visa's approval is contingent on your valuability to him in kingdom matters. That you, you can go and cry as much as you can come to church moody. You need to be in business with God. Ghanaian believer... It's almost a fake believer. He has a challenge. First thing is, pastor. Yes, that's Ghanaian believer. Ghanaian Christian. He has a first thing, prophet. No relationship, no business with God. No ground. No locus. Is, is that how you people say it? What grounds do you have to ask God to do what you are asking him to do? As his child. My husband, my children, my job, my school, my dad. This church was a praying church. Not praying for themselves. Praying for the church. Praying for souls. Praying for souls. If we give you the data of people who have entered here, who said they want to be part of this church, or they want to serve Jesus, and the amount of them that we retained, you, you will see how, how jovial and how, how playful we spiritually are in this keeper's house. Tell somebody, wake up. Yeah, you're not talking. You're not talking. Yeah, you have to talk. Tell somebody, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. As the weeks come, I'm going to open to you 
how a brother who was dying was saved from death in the Bible. Because Paul said his covenant position was that he was always interceding for the church, that Christ will be formed in the people. So even though he became so sick at the point of death, they were able to go to God. Paul said that he told God that you cannot cause me pain. This is my fellow soldier. And his job has been that he has been interceding for the church, sir, that Christ will be formed in all these churches we are opening. You can't kill him now. That's how God did not kill him. I'm asking you, if your family has hereditary of cancer, when that cancer comes, what will be your beginning point? Is it your school certificate? If you are not valuable to God, eh, as far as souls are concerned, you will just be expended and it will not even make news in heaven. And that's why on a personal level, say, let me hear. Some people are always putting their trust in the family investment. Now, uncle be cool, Papa which is happening. Which is happening. One man was talking to me. He said, the brother died. And so for, he was talking to the wrong person. I'm telling you that even the people you have, you know, worked with for all your life to build whatever you have built at this point in time, you cannot even guarantee that your portion will be given you when you want to lay claim for those things. You better think, oh, you better think enrolling as an employee for God so that God will pay you direct. God will do what? Will do direct debit into your account. Direct debit. That's right. That's right. The whole thing about you going up, it will become so easy when you are minded about kingdom stuff. Souls. When I wake up, I thank God for the life He has given me. And I know that the key reason why I have this life is to reinvest it. Into his kingdom. And the greatest product God has. Has to do with souls. Is it 1 Timothy 2.4? Put that scripture there. 1 Timothy 2.4. If it's not 1 Timothy, we'll go to 2. Yeah, 1 Timothy, correct. Let's read together. One go. Who have all men to be saved. And to come unto the word. Knowledge of the truth. This is God's primary goal. Here on earth for this end time. All men. And men don't get saved. We, we are born bad. We don't get saved because somebody spoke to us. Something. The spirit must touch us. Spirit must what? Paul was killing the church people like that. Until he met Jesus. Then he became a disciple. People don't change. Because people who don't know Jesus. They are properties of Satan. 
And Satan will not lose his property because you smiled with him. It has to be power jamming power. It has to be what? And I know this is the kind of message somebody will be sleeping under this message because it, it doesn't look like I'm saying that get a building, get this, get this. But after getting the buildings, you see that buildings don't fascinate you again. There is something eternal that will give you eternal satisfaction. That's what you should be looking for. As I say, hi, so dear me. So we are a member crying. Now we are poor. Now we are poor. I'm a sack with you. Sorry. Let me catch you. I don't want to pastor poor people. At all. At all. This church has done so many crazy things. Pay school fees because we know school can make people go up. We will do everything possible by the grace of God within our power to, to give people a ladder to climb. But hey, let me tell you, your wealth, eh, if it's not well directed, has no eternal value. And I would rather have people who are ready to work for the Lord go to heaven than be claiming natural things that have no value when we cross over to the other side. And please, let me tell you that you and I can prosper and you and I can do business with God. I told you about the lady. She had cancer in the breast. She told God, the last outreach we did, I won 46. I've been bursting them for many months. And I've been adding to it. This cancer has no place in my body. He's a medical doctor. Shoo! Cancer left the body. Now, you will be saying that I work in Bank of... Bank of what? So, uh, how, does that, uh, how does that concern God? Are you the only one who works in a bank? The laborer is worthy of his hire. For a sickness not to consume you. Look, every one of us here must die because God called us home. Not because we were consumed because message to have been a judgment to be there for our no 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 are you here? So you wake up in the morning, you thank the Lord. Please let me give you the sequence in uh, Matthew chapter uh, let's look at it. Look, look, look chapter eleven. Look chapter eleven. Some of you were not at midweek, so you see how Jesus taught them the model prayer. No need to recite the model. It's just an outline. No need at all. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught, taught his um, disciples to pray. Verse 2. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, this is the model, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So you thank God first. Say number one, you thank God first. He said, when you have done that, don't jump the steps. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. That's the first two important steps in this outline all have to do with God. The second thing God wants you to have on your mind after thanking him and recognizing his lordship and supremacy over you is that think kingdom. Pray that thy kingdom come and thy will be done as in heaven, so on earth. So 
You are a kingdom agent. How relevant are you here when the kingdom is not here? Your supplies, your protection, your blessings, your relevance, they are all defined by the kingdom you belong to. You have more right as a citizen than as an, as an immigrant or migrant. Anywhere. Are you here? So, when you take your citizenry out of your space, what do you have? If your mind doesn't go to building the kingdom you belong to and ensuring that that kingdom is firmly established here, what is left of you is carcass. There are nothing. I'm nothing in Togo. I'm nothing in Burkina Faso. And I can't say I'm a patriotic citizen of Burkina Faso. The Bible says we are strangers here. Are you here? When you are Ghana's ambassador to India, your job is not to go and protect all the Indians. Your job is to man the diplomatic space because your immunity is in there if they chase you you enter there you can do the police you can't enter because that place is not part of india you have entered into another zone do you understand now they would do india now dress in here of we pay for because you see i was here for marab sanjay beja and with Jack Embassy, no, that time will come. Yeah, there will be a clear difference between who a citizen is. And who a stranger is. In Ghana, they used to call them aliens. Alien there. Alien there. Cartoon scratches, alien there. Alien deportation act. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Oh, sorry, I won't bomb You have a list. These are the people I'm following up. These are the people I'm winning for Christ. And I'm praying, Father, we invited them over. I'm praying that let Christ be built in them. You are praying that this person I've targeted to win for Christ. You are praying for that person. Praying for that person. I said one man saw this book. I, I, God helped me to write sexual disaster. And our brother was um, in the bank. Was evangelizing the brother. He said, well, sex is a disaster. Two weeks. He went to sleep with a lady in the hotel. The lady collapsed and died. She said, Top banker. She said, I'm going to die. You see, Bible says you have been translated 
transferred. If you go to the Greek meaning, you see you have been snatched. <laughs> when there's a rescue mission, we don't we, we, we don't we don't start kissing to run from danger. Ojeba. Paul said that I I beg you, I beseech you. He said, I beg you that escape this fire. And he was fasting and praying, praying, praying because he knew that the kingdom is not in words. It's in what? Power. For people to move from darkness to light. You pray, 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 pray. And you made it in and if you succeed in praying for God to touch people, look, it is not possible for God to touch people you are praying for and not touch you. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. <laughs> Moses ran away from Egypt and came to the father-in-law and he was taking care of the father-in-law's sheep. One day, was, his attention was called to a burning bush. And when he approached, he heard a voice. He said, remove your shoes. This is a holy ground. When he entered there, the Lord said, I'm calling you and I'm sending you to Egypt where you ran away from. And Moses said, oh, there's a problem there. <laughs> I'm a wanted man. I killed somebody. You can't send me back there. God says, my people are there. I'll send you back there. Then God said, Moses said, how will I know? He said, oh, you go in my name. He said, not the name alone. We need demonstration. Then God asked me, he said, what do you have in your hand? He said, I have a rod. God told me, he said, put the rod down. When he put the rod, I'm telling you what happens in a holy ground when there is encounter in a spiritual realm the, the, the person to be the first and the best beneficiary will not even be the people you are praying for you will be when he put the, uh, the stick down the stick turned into a snake he jumped when God started doing what he was doing he was the first person who was affected he was the first person who jumped at the sight of it not the people who were in Pharaoh's house not the magicians. I'm saying that when you stay in the place of prayer, interceding and praying for souls to be planted in the kingdom, you will be the first beneficiary of the power of God that comes through favor, prosperity, and I said the Lord had impact on him first than any other person. That's why it's, it's my joy when I wake up and I'm praying for kingdom stuff, praying for the church, praying for souls, I know that I'll be the be first beneficiary. And the best. And the best. Of course, you should thank God that you are not the one they are praying for. That if you die today, you will go to heaven. It's even a place of privilege that you know Christ already. Do you understand, please? Do you understand? Yeah. If we are praying for prisoners, they are also human beings, but we should thank God that we are not in jail. Because you can pray from anywhere. But thank God we are praying from outside the prison. 
You should be thanking God. It's the more reason why you should pray for people in prison. Brother, sister, I know our pastor professes, but the truth will be the same. Our pastor PhD holders, truth will be the same. Our pastor masters people, business people, our pastor rich people's children, rich people, but the truth will be the same. And I know God can bless any man more than any man can acquire for himself. Are you here at all? Let God be your employer. He will pay you better than anything can pay you here on earth. And at this point, we need a mental shift. And we need, we need to operate well. We need to be happy to go out there. Anytime you are going out there to win a soul, you are, you are on a business transaction with God. He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's going to reward you. <laughs> he said the fields are white. See, everything there, even the metaphor he used, it's a sign that he's going to bring you fruit. He said, the fields are white. The harvest is plenty. That means that entering into soul winning, is, it means that you are entering into God's harvest. You are entering into fruitfulness. A man in the kingdom can never say he's fruitful until he enters into the field. Where God says that the harvest is what? Plenty. Not in your workplace. The harvest is plenty in the field. God's field. You think you are winning sinners, but you are actually touching fruitfulness in the sight of God. Harvest is plenty. Harvest is... Never miss opportunity to witness Christ to somebody. Never. Never ever. Let their drinking be something by the side. You are not witnessing Christ to them because they are drinking. Because they are smoking. We were born sinners. Innocent but sinners. And when they come to know Christ, you won't tell them, stop drinking, stop woman, stop this thing. Christ has a way of working inside people. I don't have appetite for some things because the Holy Ghost is in me. People will not have, oh. Recently, one lady was telling me, say, Pastor, me pa. Nyame was wrong. Nyame was wrong. I'm saying that sometimes we are concerned about what we may call vices in the lives of people. But our mission is to give them Christ. And Christ will find a way of regulating things in the lives of people. Do you understand? Please, do you get it? And that doesn't happen until we pray. Praying, 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 praying that Jerusalem will be established. That's it. Please rise. You have been listening to the Testimony Word Broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.